Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy and Ben Slowey. And I'm joined this evening by one of my old friends from high school. We've known each other since I think the seventh grade. Um, we uh, we have I've had some of the wildest, weirdest adventures in my life with this kid. And uh, he now lives in uh, Las Vegas. Um, I'm excited to talk to him about uh, life and uh, grow, getting older and uh, we're also just going to hang out and catch up because I haven't seen him in a very long time. So, Nick Emmerich, thanks for joining me tonight. Thank you for having me, Ben. You know, it's, uh, it's honestly great to be here today. I've dreamt about this day for quite a many years. I see I'm you, a- like, in bed with a thought bubble. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, was, I, was, I was doing the old, the old thinking, man, like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I remember, like, me and you were just texting one day, and then you're like, hey, you want to be on Mr. Nice Guy? I'm like, about fucking time. <laughs> well, right. Like, yeah, man, thanks. That's what my text said, though. Yeah. No, in I, person, I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, shit. I, know, I, was like, Bone, I was like, Bones got on before me? <laughs> well, yeah. After I interviewed him and Kyle was on, too. Uh, shout out to our good friends, Kyle and Eric. Um, I was like, yeah. No, like, I, I just really... Is, just enjoyed um having old friends not talking about anything in particular just catching that's up how the, that's how the best conversation comes about so it's, mm-hmm. you know what i mean well yeah you've always you've always been a guy full of stories and i'm excited to get into it so nick to start how, how was your day today what'd you do man it was a it was a busy day i worked uh i've been working uh i work from home telecommunications project management it's um Definitely a difficult gig. Uh, had its ups and downs for about the first year. We're just past the first year. And honestly, we're taking a huge upturn. I feel like I'm finding a lot more opportunity to apply myself and actually uh, like make a difference. And it's kind of funny because like I, I honestly, not even like to brag or nothing, but I feel like I'm making a pretty good difference as is. And it's like, I can make a bigger difference, but it's like, I still got to get the level up. You know what I mean? It's like I try to offer like good ideas and then it's like the three people ahead of me. It's like they don't get it. It's like, OK, like I'll just wait on it. But bottom line, I've been loving that. But I was working today and the freaking Internet just went straight out like or not even the Internet. The uh, whole company is like everything. Teams, Excel, all that crap. And I had yeah. a, I know email. I had a ton of crap to get done. So I was like fighting that for a couple hours. Finally, I just went to the gym. I said, screw it because it was happening for everybody. And then when I finally get it back up at like, this would be my 11th hour at this point working. I work about 10 hours a day. Or you're like the chum bucket. Like you just have to <laughs> check the giant fucking like monitor. Like, Oh yeah. Freaking yeah. Karen. Her yeah, name was yeah. Karen, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was Karen. Hilarious. Yeah. Nick, you have a computer wife now. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's me. I do too though. I don't do anything. I, I might as well have a computer wife. Dude, I, yeah, I'm a homebody. And for someone who just moved to Vegas, it's like, I mean, at the same time, like, I do want to go out, but I don't know, like I said, COVID and quarantine, all that, it's kind of like slowly easing back out. I know they saw, they said EDC Las Vegas is going to be going on in May. I might see if I can get a cheap ticket to that. How's the protocol? Like, what, like what's the climate out there right now? So, it since I got here and I got here at the end of January, it hasn't been bad, um, in my opinion. You know, it's like masks. It's, it's just it's just the same deal. You got to wear masks. It seems like everybody's pretty, uh, like, you know, like in Florida, no one gives a shit about the mask. No one's going to say anything. Half the people aren't wearing them. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, we uh, know. We know. Yeah. <laughs> like in the Vegas Strip, kind of a similar situation when you're walking around outside. But I was a little upset when I got out here. I wanted to find a place to go play street hockey. And I got like all the way, like it was 45 minutes. I'm on the very northwest of like, if you're looking at Vegas on a map, I'm at the northwest. I drove all the way to the southeast and beautiful rink overlooked the sunset and everything. And the freaking gate was locked and they took the nets out. Basically, I found out that I guess when the governor got COVID himself, he like got really freaking scared and like started laying down the law. Yeah, all in all, I definitely think I see it's on an upturn, which is uh, making me happy. You know, I remember like when this all started thinking like, like I remember like three weeks in, we're like, oh, my God, is this ever going to end? And it's like, yeah, yeah. It's, coming to, it's coming to an end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Like, I remember when at first everything first shut down, I'm like, I put all of my podcast episodes on hold. And I was like, oh, yeah, we'll see what's going on in a week. Uh, this seems, <laughs> looks pretty crazy. And then, uh, you know, a couple weeks passed. I'm like, well, shit, doesn't look like I'm doing this again anytime soon. Uh, so I ended up taking a break from the show for a couple months. But I didn't realize that I really needed that break. Yeah. Because uh, I was just doing way too much. So I um, – and I ended up moving the show to Zoom eventually anyway. But, yeah, it, Wisconsin – um, we're actually doing really well with the vaccines. Like everyone is all adults or everyone above the age of 16 is now eligible. Um, so, uh, I'm getting my second jab tomorrow and I just wanted to get it over with. Um, as, uh, we were saying a little bit before we started recording here, yeah. I heard it just feels like a really bad punch in the arm. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to imagine myself getting roughed up by you and Shane Bone. And, <laughs> and that's, we're, play, we're, we're playing I, the punch bug game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been through that. Give me all you got, you know? <laughs> Those used to be the days the rest of the squad, like, come on, Bones, take it easy. <laughs> I'm over here just dealing with the hand I've been dealt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, hey, if I didn't want to get hit, I should have saw that yellow car. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, dude. Um, so that being said, so yeah, Nick, we haven't like actually, I think the last time you and I have like face-to-face chatted was like maybe a couple years ago now at this point. Like seriously, I I remember I saw you when I was in Milwaukee. I don't think I FaceTimed you or anything since, and that was 2018. Yeah, you, you came September. to stay for a couple days. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Damn, was, man. Three almost three years. Jeez. What the hell? Alexa messing with my lights. Alexa, turn my lights on 100%. Like, who she thinks she is? Like, she's just got, I'm, just, I'm sitting here just doing my thing. She turns it down like, oh, sunset. Like, no, oh, whatever. You said, you said, bitch. It's just so weird. I'm like, what? I, was, I, I didn't know what happened at first. I'm home alone. I'm like, move house, huh? Maybe, no technology. <laughs> I've seen some really funny um, like videos of like pets playing with Alexa or like pets <laughs> interacting with Alexa and uh, it's makes for good content. Just the whole concept of that, you know, like I've never was, seen that. That's crazy. I, I, I came to stay in Florida for a week um, for my spring break. I remember my senior year, senior year of college. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember I went with Eric and we did like the Disney World. Yeah, and the soul. alligators and sh- yeah. Oh yeah, we went down to the Everglades for the day. I and- saw that. Yeah, I saw that in my snap memories just a couple weeks ago. That's funny. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was. Yeah. What year was that? That was 2017, though. No, it was, it was early. 18. That was, was earlier early 2018. Though. Okay, yeah. yeah, true. That was funny. But then you uh, you you left Florida, and then you came yep. back to Chicago for a bit, and now you're in Vegas. So uh, you've been uh, crossing time zones, it sounds like. Yeah, it's been a little wonky. I uh, covering like most of them now. I skipped mountain, so I could take that into effect, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but well, it was um, the the move back to Chicago was never really ideal. You know, I I just kind of after a year trying to live it on my own in Florida, realized that like I don't know, not living with my mom and saving some money on rent and what like I couldn't pay off my loan. Like I couldn't put a dent in it. So it was like. Just kind of like the move I had to do. So I went back and eight months in, mom got a job offer in Vegas. And I was, I was hype about that. Nice. It, took me, it, took, it, it took a little, she was all nervous. So, you know, I mean, I get it. Like however many years she is like, like living in the same place. She was always like, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do that. And finally, I kind of just had to hit her with the, you know, I think you believe you're really going to do it, but I don't think you're actually going to pull it off. And as soon as that said, I got a house, Nick. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how, yeah. I got, that's how I got Johnny. Oh, killer. Same oh, tactic. yeah. Johnny it's when, you, it's when you call your mom's bluff. That's the that's the missile for the big guns. Like, <laughs> hey, I just had to let her know that I know what's best for her. <laughs> there you go. That's, no, I'm playing. I, I feel that. Um, it's yeah. funny, though. You know, like, you, I, I feel like I got older. I come home and, like, I don't It's It's funny kind of. I'm trying to figure out how to put this delicately, but like just kind of realizing like, you don't outgrow your parents, I guess you say, but you get back and you really realize, oh, like, damn, like I really got this taken care of by myself. And then like, there's like some things where I'm like, damn, you're not on that. Oof. <laughs> yeah, I've been dynamic. experiencing that myself with um, like this past year has been the first time. So I've got my own place. Like I live by myself now. Nice. And I, I get like a really bad imposter syndrome where I'm like, really me taking care of this whole apartment by myself. Like I cook, I clean, I get groceries, you know, I take out all the trash and do all the chores. And, but it's like, I still feel like I'm just a fucking beer slugging lump, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't feel like I'm doing all like actually like maintaining like my own place at all. And I, but then it's like, I come home and uh, like i start doing things like instinctively when i'm with my parents and i'm like oh shit like i'm acting like this is like still my place but really it's my parents so now i can just chill and do nothing again like yeah, I dude, just, I'm, not, yeah, yeah. I'm the opposite it's like the second my mom is in the room i'm like i'm done <laughs> yeah cashing out feet up yeah, yeah right so. i could i could i definitely do a lot of cooking for myself still but I did more cooking for myself when I lived alone. But when 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 should anyone ever turn down their mom's cooking? <laughs> yeah, that's a yeah, that's some that's a mainstay. Mm -hmm. um, what what do you what do you like to cook, Nick? What are what are your uh, your signature dishes? Man, I got oh, I got all kinds of stuff. I like crockpot recipes are pretty gas because they're easy but like they can make some really good stuff especially if you start tweaking with the recipes because i feel like the recipes you find online are uh lack spice <laughs> yeah. but no i like i make this goulash uh, i grill steak i grill chicken i grill shrimp i like i really grill anything now burgers uh, sausages um, 
uh, I like casseroles. I love casseroles. Chicken enchilada rice casserole. Damn, bro, it's as oh, filling as it, it's as filling as the name is long, bro. Yeah, it's delicious. So Dude. yeah, I just uh, just kind of whip stuff up. I feel like I kind of makes one thing one day, like one big thing one day, and then another one the next, and then just kind of feed off those leftovers for a few days. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Now, I, yeah, I started cooking a ton more in like in the last year. I I got really into salmon. I I, yeah. I I go crazy on the salmon yeah, fillets. Um, how, do you, what, how do you do your salmon? Uh, I just roast it on the stove. And what I usually do is um, I use uh, Old Bay, seasoned salt, garlic powder, uh, usually a little bit of basil, and some Cajun. Uh, nice. really go crazy with the Cajun seasoning. I started spending more time in the season aisle, seasoning aisle. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you catch yourself in there for a minute sometimes, especially if you're looking for something like, I don't know. It, it's as men, we don't see what's right in front of us. Like we have to look for five minutes and then we'll right. maybe see it or give up. In Literally at eye level. Yeah. Dude, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. I, I went down an entire aisle like six times looking for raisins, and it ended up being in the dead center of the aisle, like five big red boxes, just raisins. And I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The uh, the fucking like sun-made ones with the yeah. with the women on. The- <laughs> yeah, yeah. The overall with the with the dried up grapes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I uh, yeah, and then I uh, I also um, I always make it with uh, with teriyaki marinade. <sighs> See, that's yeah. where you just topped it off. Let's go. Yeah. I gotta try. I gotta try that. I think I've only done like a teriyaki salmon once, and it was really good. But um, le- oh, my my go my go to is lemon with lemon pepper and some garlic salt. I like mm. how I'm like doing the the, the seasoning. <laughs> like, right, like there's a pot right. For <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the lemon lemon pepper is solid with uh with the salmon, and then I I got really into um I started cooking a ton more veggies this year too so uh i usually make a casserole dish of brussels sprouts or green beans just uh broccoli maybe i don't know i'm those the the thing is is like even though i started cooking a lot more i kind of like still like cycle the same things every week like yeah (laughs) um, the only the only change in the rhythm is i started forming my own patties when i make burgers and uh, I highly recommend doing that because you can actually like, you know, you can uh, form it around the seasoning and you can also, yeah, and you can make Stuff it with cheese and shit. Yeah, you can make a fucking Juicy Lucy if you wanted to. Yeah, um, yeah, man, I, dude, food has been like my therapy, like cooking and even just like getting a ton of Uber Eats. Like, I mean... If, if nothing else like makes me feel good about myself at the end of the day, it's, it's that. So, yeah, I feel you. I, um, I started cooking when I had to do a detox, um, just for like this stupid job, I don't know, whatever. Uh, and I, um, it had me eating this like specific diet, like told me I needed to start grilling stuff and whatnot. And like, I, I never minded cooking. And like, I knew a few select dishes to like people like, Oh, you could cook. Yeah. Yeah. You know, try this. Uh, bon appetit. Like, you know, like <laughs> try to look like a hot shot when in reality, that's all I know. But, um, but yeah, once I started, once I started doing that meal prep thing, I don't know, I would always get so anxious. Like I'd feel like I'd, I'd nervous. I'd mess something up. And then I feel like it's that first time you mess something up and you realize, Oh, 
now I know what I should do next time. It's like the world goes on and I still got nutrients in my body. It's like, it's not like if you put a little too much salt, God takes away the nutrients. Like, no, these don't, these don't serve you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I remember I, I used to fuck up rice so much. Yeah. Like, I would always fuck up rice until I finally like figured out the right two to one ratio. Like, yeah. It was that simple. Once it's on again, the bag, bro. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. I always just like assumed that I would figure it out, but I never just naturally did. And then I told my mom, like, yeah, I keep fucking up rice and I'm it, it's pissing me off. And then she was like, all you have to do is a two to one ratio and then put a lid on it and you're good to go. Oh, and two to one now even better. I'm a fucking rice cooker now. Bitch. Yeah. So Okay. Okay. Ben, ben thinks he's a hot shot. I see you. <laughs> you have to get up and leave. <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, um, that's sweet though. I, uh, I always beef stroganoff is one of the things that I've made since like day one. That was like the third dish I ever learned. And I didn't even really realize until like maybe three, four years. Nah, I was like four or five years down the line. Like, Oh, I should not be doing that aspect. Like I was bottom line, I was overcooking my meat hard as fuck. And then every time I'd be like, oh, why is my meat so chewy? And it's like, I don't, it would, it would tell me to simmer, but I'd be like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I would just crank the heat. And it's like, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> I used to do that too. I just assumed it would make sense. It's like, oh yeah. Like, don't you want to. Hotter is better than colder. <laughs> like, that's just yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you boil that instinct down so much, but then it's, it's like, oh, sad. this, but, but then you're like, oh, there's like different kinds of heat. There's different levels. Of yeah. Heat, right. You know? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so Nick, um, I must ask since, you know, this was always like a, a staple of yours. Uh, are you uh, still, uh, eating uh taco bell much these days last time i had taco bell was two days ago so yeah <laughs> four hours ago i almost <laughs> want to say it was yesterday but i think i'd be i think i'm a little premature there it was uh yeah it was, right on, it was monday it was monday hey, right on man i you know i don't really eat fast food much these days but when i do uh taco bell is like 80 percent of like all the fast food I still eat. I, I, and I get the same, my order is always a Crunchwrap Supreme, a Burrito Supreme and a Cheesy Gordita. That's what Damn, I Damn, that's all the goods right there. Oh yeah. What, what about you? Do you rotate the menu? Like, was that always I wrote, a thing? Yeah. Yeah. I rotate that bitch. Sometimes I get the, uh, sometimes I get the Crunchwrap Supreme combo like you. Sometimes I get the Burrito Supreme combo, you know, like, cause, like and, um, yep, exactly. Sometimes I, uh, Sometimes I'll like a hard taco supreme. Sometimes I'll like a soft taco supreme. Uh, lately, just because I've been trying to bulk up, I've been getting both. But um, yeah. yeah, typically I'm getting either, yeah, then that's the number three or the number. Damn, why did they change? They changed all the numbers. No, nothing makes sense anymore. I think it's like the number three and the number four now or something like that. Complain to management. <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. It's like they, they took off like my three, like three of my favorite things. And then they changed up all the numbers. And it's like, it's been like two years. I still don't have it now. And I'm like, what happened? Yeah. How did you feel about the whole potato debacle? What was the whole debacle that just like. They, like took, I, the, they took potatoes off the menu. Oh, damn. I honestly didn't notice, but I'm not happy about it because I like their cheesy Fiesta potatoes. It's been a while since I got it. I feel I like for a while they were only doing potato shit. 
<laughs> well, I think, you know, actually, no, I think that they recently announced that they're bringing them back. Um, but they were gone for a bit and everyone was just up in arms about it. That's like, crazy. Yeah, I didn't even know. You're not the type to scroll on social media all day, so. <laughs> ever, not, really ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm really behind on the news. You want to know how I found out about, about COVID or coronavirus before it was even COVID? My What's friend that? kept coming over, and every time I'd take a bong rip and I'd start coughing, he'd be like, oh, shit, you got that corona. And I thought he was talking about the beer, and I'm like, I didn't get the joke. And then finally, I'm like, what the hell is corona? He goes, coronavirus? I was like, what is that? He goes, oh, it's like this like virus that's going on. It's spreading like crazy. I'm like, oh, like it's not like that bad though, right? It's not gonna get to us. He goes, oh, it's really bad. It's gonna get to us. <laughs> that was about two. That was about no, that was about three or four weeks before everything closed down. <laughs> oh shit. So, yeah, I didn't. So yeah, when you put it that way, I didn't even know Corona was a thing until mid February. Oh sure. Okay. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Um, Taco Bell taking potatoes off the menu became like a fucking meme on Twitter. Like it became like. What's Joe Biden's plan to bring potatoes back to Taco Bell? <laughs> shit like that, you know. One thing I haven't had in a long ass time is a good old bad jab blast. I, yeah. I don't drink I don't drink pop anymore. Like I barely oh. drink pop. So <laughs> I uh I quit like the jewels and all that bad shit. So now I definitely feel like I drink a little more caffeine. I keep those little Pepsis in the house for every now and then. Certain meals, man, like Pepsi or Pepsi uh pizza I, I really love pepsi when i want a pepsi you know <laughs> when i'm having pepsi pepsi is the way to go yeah no when i have pizza pepsi like pepsi or like any kind of pop is like my shit so fizzy is kind of like you know you got to give up one addiction kind of pick up a little bit of another habit i like my fizzy so sure. honestly props to you man damn oh, that's fair that's fair well my yeah like to kind of kick the habit i started drinking a ton of Lacroix and like bubbly like sparkling yeah. water mm-hmm. which like is something you either are you know super attached to as a habit or it's like the most disgusting thing you've ever, you've ever <laughs> about. drinking liquid static <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just tv static yeah Ooh, yeah funny. yeah did you always did you always drink those were those always at your crib i can't remember no, no, no. I didn't start drinking LaCroix until like maybe like I was like 21, 22 or something like that. It was like it was more of a recent thing. I, I stopped drinking pop in college pretty much because like like, you know, when you're on a meal plan in the dorms, like pop costs money. So I just, you know, didn't want to spend the money on it like when I would like eat in the dorms. So I just started drinking more water. And, uh, yeah, and that was kind of after that, I just, once you stopped, like, once I stopped, I just didn't really miss it, you know? Yeah, you you kind of hit a point, um, especially when you have to, you hit a point where it's just like, you don't really think about it. I remember the first time, because, like, I was a huge pop kid growing up, and uh, I remember the first time, I was about 16 or so, I just stopped drinking it for a while, and I just, for some reason, kept asking to get, like, not pop. I was like, give me a water or an iced tea or some shit, and, like, Oh, really good. You know, like, like, it's, like man, uh, I gotta, I'm going to start taking better care of myself. I'm going to get a high C instead. Yeah, right. <laughs> I literally like that's that's the goal here. Damn, like it's funny. better. <laughs> you know, it's like that's 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 life for you. Yeah, well, I, uh, I honestly I drink a ton of water these days, like yeah. way more than the average person, I feel like. And then um, 
pop. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't really do pop anymore. Like I get a large Baja blast. I can't. It's hard to finish. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't taste the same. You know, you get older. I can't do sugar like I used to. I'm like a freaking old man. I feel like the last like year, my taste buds have like changed so drastically. We used to play a lot of airsoft together in in uh, middle school. You still have all your guns. I don't have any of those guns, but believe it or not, uh, that gun I shot you with, the first CO2 pistol I ever got, <laughs> uh, I, I got a real gun now, and it's the exact replica of that same brand. Oh, wow. Before. So you better not shoot me in the chest uh, again. Well, maybe, if you don't say anything about Megan Fox, then I won't yeah. have to. <laughs> Dude, I remember I literally got so pissed. I walked out of Kyle's house and I went home. I wasn't ready for that. You know, I was like, damn, I felt bad. I didn't think it was going to, I didn't think it would come to that. But I understand what it's like when pain just takes over. It's like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, you know, the, pain, the pain's like, I'm done. Like, fuck this. Like, I don't, well, need, I was to also, put, I don't I was need to also, put up with this shit. <laughs> yeah, well, I was also a really uh, temperamental 14-year-old, so. Dude, so, so, so was I. We were, yeah. I knew it less than that, bro. I think we were, yeah, no, we were 14. We, yeah, we did that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, so, so, you know, kind of taking it even further back, Nick, so, you know, since we're talking about video games now, uh, so what, like, what was your first video game console you ever got when you were a kid? Ooh, for, 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 I want to say I wanted to just say the original Xbox. Uh, maybe the game, maybe the Game Boy SP. You remember the Game Boy SP? The little yeah, square yeah, one? yeah. I was playing SpongeBob on that. That was my, that was my jam. Yeah. Um, you gotta be able to no, like five no, or no, first first thing ever Game Boy Color. I had a Bug's Life. That game I couldn't get past level two. And then about five years later, I found it. I picked it up. I got right through 10 levels. I'm like, man, I was a dumbass little three-year-old. Like, what? <laughs> like, what was so hard about that <laughs> one part? <laughs> no, it, it is kind of funny. That's how it goes, though. You know, like, I was just like, I, I just did it. Like, you know, I was like, I, I was like seven at this point. I'm like, oh, wow. I remember that fucking gave me hell. And same thing when I was like six or seven. Simpsons hit and run the last mission of the game. I just could not freaking beat it. Came back like three years later. I was like 10 or 11, just knocked it out of the park. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, right. Human development. Like, right, right. Yeah, like, I mean, I played like uh, a lot of computer games when I was little. So I guess technically PC was like the first thing I would game on. But my first actual console was PS2 and uh, I was eight. Uh, I got it in second grade and I could only play racing games for like the first like year. I want to say uh, only racing games. Um, I mean, I got to play like midnight club. I thought it was the shit. Hey, I love know? that game. I <laughs> yeah. love that game. <laughs> yeah. But my first rated M game, I think was when I was like nine and that was red faction, uh, which is still a classic. Uh, um, then like, and then once I got Grand Theft Auto Vice City, it was curtains. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Honestly, I never even got into Grand Theft Auto. I had played Grand Theft Auto once when I was six. Um, I was in a tank. I can't, I don't even know which one it was. Uh, if I was six, that means it was like 2002. So whatever one was around that time. But uh, the first game I remember playing, Tony Hawk, like on my Xbox, Tony Hawk's Underground. Underground 2 to be particular, but even though Underground 1 was my favorite, but I played that one second. I played them backwards. 
Tony Hawk games have like the best soundtracks, said they? Dude, they were, oh my God, classics. Even Sean White snowboarding had an amazing soundtrack, bro. Sean White snowboarding. I popped Sean White snowboarding in for the first time in a hot minute, like about a year ago, I want to say. I got on for like five minutes. It was fun. I'm like, damn, I could see why this was so lit back in the day. But like, I, I, it'd be fun to see a newer one, you know, just better graphics and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Were you, um, were you a Halo kid? Like, were you in Nah, that was not me. I, I don't know why. I never, ever, ever got into it, even a little bit. Um, I got an Xbox in sixth grade, but I couldn't even get live for, like, fucking two years or some shit like that. Like, I remember, like, all middle school, I didn't have live because, like, because, like, you, you, know, you know how my old house was. There was, like, that door that shut that was, yeah. like, between the computer and the TV. And like we couldn't just leave a cord running around the, the 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 doorway, like it couldn't just go through it. So my dad had to drill a hole in the wall, like between the computer and the TV, just to like run a fucking uh, cord through it so I can get Xbox Live. He Damn. really did that for his son. We're capes. Right, right, yeah, but. How, yeah, you, how, have your, how have your parents been? It's about like they moved and all. Yeah. Um, so they moved to Ann Arbor, Michigan um, nice. uh, last summer. COVID honestly was kind of a silver lining for them. Like we might as well, like while the world is like pretty much on pause. So yeah. Um, yeah. They moved to Ann Arbor and uh, my sister and her and my brother-in-law uh, already lived there so like my parents were really familiar with the area and they just really liked it and nice. arbor's like it's a college town just sort of like you know uh like madison or champagne yeah um, and uh yeah they have a condo there now and um they're doing they're well my dad got another greenhouse job um nice. sucks he has to drive like a fucking hour to it uh, <laughs> so he's just always a tired tired grumpy old man like all the time but uh but he, I don't feel like I could ever not work from home again. It's like on the clock. I'm I off know. the clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <right. laughs> you know, I, I know. I'm the same way. Like, I feel so de-incentivized to like get up and like go back into like the service industry or some shit, you know? Like yeah. right now, right now I work as a wedding server uh at a hotel downtown and uh, it's actually this weekend is my first event back uh, since like November because there's been no events and I'm just like dreading it so much. I'm like, man, like, yeah. Oh man. You're going to be feeling it too. How many, how many hours you work on those things? Like uh, about usually I clock out around like 10. So like eight hours or so. Yeah. That's eight hours. Just being straight on your feet though. Yeah. Especially, I mean, after not doing it for so long, I, that's, it's intense. Dude, I, I started playing hockey again recently, and, like, man, I swear to God, the hardest part was just standing still for, like, the first, like, like 20 minutes. Not in the sense of, like, balance or anything, but, like, my feet were hurting. Like, my fucking, like, I'm like, man, this equipment's fucking heavy. Like, I just wasn't, I've been, like, two, two and a half years since I got on the ice. I got, I freaking had to carry the equipment in. I was out of breath by the time I got in the locker room. I'm like, shit. Dude. That's a, I'm glad you brought that up too. Let's talk about hockey. So Hell yeah. you, yeah. So you, um, yeah. So you got really into hockey in high school, I think, wasn't it? Indeed. 
Yeah, I was, I was just talking with Dave Flores, believe it or not, about that uh, today. I haven't talked, dude, haven't talked to him in years. Just messaged each other on, uh, I think he responded to one of my like stories on Instagram or something like that. So we've been catching up, but he's like out West too. Um, but yeah, it was kind of funny. We started playing floor hockey and gym like a week after I started watching the Rangers. So me, him and Kyle, me, Dave Flores and Kyle were always just being crazy as fuck during uh, hockey. Yeah. And me and Kyle would just go like, we, me and Kyle every day would just get it, and the teacher would start talking. Do you remember Ms. Moody? I think her name changed to Ms. Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we go in, and like I couldn't believe Kyle would do it with me every day. She'd be like, All right, so today, me and Kyle would go, Hockey, 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 hockey. And she'd be like, Yes, we're playing hockey. Then we switched up to, and we go, like, Yeah. And then we switched up to uh, basketball, and we'd still, we'd still do it every day. <laughs> yeah, right. Obviously, without the celebration at the end because yeah. it wasn't hockey. <laughs> yeah so and so um and you got you got really into the rangers um, mm-hmm. right uh how you want to tell a story of like how like you started following them and everything yeah uh i was uh i was 16 one of my best friends was from new york diehard fan been he had been watching them for fuck i want to say about 20 years so he'd, he'd seen them win the cup in 94 and all that and uh, one day he just goes like, uh, we were playing Xbox. And he's like, I'm going to go watch the Ranger game. And I, I don't know why. I just, I was intrigued. I'm like, screw it. And he's like, it's game seven. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means, you know. But yeah. for those of you who don't know what that means, Gabe said it was game seven of the first round of the playoffs. So basically whoever won that round was going to the next round or won that game was going to the next round. And whoever lost was done for the season. So I didn't even know the gravity of it, but I just started watching and it was like interesting. I love the sounds. I like the pace. And it's like, it was weird. It's like I had watched hockey before, like, but like I hadn't really ever paid attention. And when I was watching, I was like, damn, this is actually pretty intriguing. And then the Rangers scored the first goal. I'm getting chills to think about it just now. I just remember who scored, when he scored, the freaking goal horn went off. The crowd went nuts. I got, I got chills down my spine. They like did the whole song and everything. And it was just like, from there, it was just freaking history, dude. Like I watched, there was, they did another uh, seven game series with the Washington right after that. They had one game where they tied it up with six seconds left, went into overtime, 145 seconds in overtime. They had one game. It was like sixth game I ever watched, triple overtime. I'm up until like two in the morning, freaking hooked on this TV and they won. Thank God they won. But like those memories, like I think about those every day. Those are some of the best memories in my life was like that start that team and I remember they ended up losing to the Devils in six games so by that point I had seen a total of seven seven so I'd seen 14 games and they got knocked out of the playoffs I cried bro I was so sad I'm like it's over but yeah ever since then I've just been in it and um it was uh I, I, I didn't watch it as much as I would have liked in 2015-16 just because I was uh it was a little different back then because like I would I a lot of times now, especially when I had a job that interfered, I would just not look up the score. I wouldn't watch the game. I wouldn't do anything. And I would just go watch it later and get to skip commercials and intermission. And it was like basically the same to me. And I'm like, why did I just do that back in the Domino's days? Fuck it. You think Noda would have ever fucking let that happen? No, I was getting constant like, oh, they scored. Oh, this happened. So like, I didn't really get to watch the games, which kind of sucked, um, especially considering when he passed away, because it was just like, it, you know, like that last about year of it I missed a lot of games with him so that was pretty tough and um once once he passed away 
it was it's like now it, I, 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 I won't miss a game like I don't give a, I don't give a fuck what's going on like I don't care who you are what the hell you who you think you will have what you have over me I don't care if you're my boss or what if there's a game on and I'm saying like nah this is coming first it's coming first and it's hey, it's been that. it dude is I mean it's just it's it's something crazy it's intense like I just like it this this sport has just taught me so much it shaped me as a person like when I starting to play my senior year like it kind of it's wild for me to think like I mean Noda only came and he saw me do the one practice like so which was sweet I'm like, I my remember dad, it was fun man like there's just there's nothing like it and when I moved out here granted I had like a really bad injury I've been dealing with the last like two years so it's like I haven't really been able to play but I'd be lying if I said before that with Noda passing and I lost a lot of uh a lot of really good relationships in the Rangers as a whole. It's like about a year after he passed and Bones was like, I, I'd lost a lot. And then they just literally publicly announced, like, we're going to be doing a rebuild. And they got rid of all of the players, me and Noda watched. And it was just extremely, it was like, I lost my family. And that's when I realized how emotionally invested I am with this sport because like, I, yeah, it was just, there's nothing like being in that crease playing goalie. Like it's just, it, yeah, dude. <laughs> I feel I like a, I feel like a freaking superhero sometimes. Like I do things that I'm like, how did I even do that? Like it. Yeah. Well, dude, know, I remember. Like, I remember. Do you remember when um, you took me and Kyle uh, skating with you and like was that like Orland Park or some shit? I did. I I do. I do. That was. Fun. And I remember just like you were you were like getting much like you were getting good at like skating like you were maneuvering better and like because I I think you had told you would like just recently kind of started yeah i i just no honestly dude i had i'm remembering that now i had never that was like one of the first times like i'm not gonna say the first time i've been on ice but like i hadn't been on ice with hockey pads ever and we just kind of went there and i remember like and honestly i'm glad you brought this up because i just remembered this little shit uh he was doing something in the crease and he was a goalie and he was like like oh yeah you goalie too i'm like uh, not yet. I'm like, I'm about, I'm about to start though. And he like gave me like some smirky, like, yeah, all right. Like whatever. And like, look at me now, fucking like eight years later, still fucking doing it. But yeah, yeah. I, was putting away, I was putting away my gear and my neighbor goes like, Oh, you play hockey. And I said, I used to, like, I didn't really think about it. I just said I used to, and it made me cringe. And that day I went and found somewhere to like, it's like a group kind of, we got going, everyone just chips in and plays. And uh, oh, fuck yeah, man, yeah. I, those first couple times back kicked my ass. <laughs> Dude, so reflecting on, you know, that season you played with HF Hockey, I remember I I was still doing um, BTV at the time, and, like, we all had to, like, uh, we had to take cameras and, like, get footage of, sh of shit going on around school. I remember, like, I, that was, like, I think we were talking about hockey at lunch or something, and I was like, mm -hmm. hey, that's a great idea. I'll go film the hockey practice. And uh, I remember, like, watching you, like, I came to the ice rink, by the way, for those watching, we're only one of two high schools in the entire country who have our own ice rink. Anyway, um, seriously, <laughs> yeah. I, oh, we were so bad too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I like I used to hear the stories about the kids at Andrew having to like practice at nine o'clock. It's like, dude, like, oh yeah. man, I didn't realize we. Had, we had, well, I just like, remember, oh, like, I just, yeah. yeah, yeah, I just remember, like you know, everyone was, like, doing all the drills back and forth, like, all the super fast skaters and shit, and, like, I just remember seeing you just slowly, like, shuffling along in your big goalie pads and shit, <laughs> and it, it was just, it was funny, because, like, I knew that was you, 
you know, yeah. like, I just, you know, <laughs> and so thinking, so thinking back at that one season you, you played. So yeah. Like, uh, what were your takeaways from, from playing and being on the team? Um, I don't know. These are, these are honestly thoughts that go through my head a lot. Um, that, that, that was one of the, that was one of the greater experiences of my life, to be honest, um, just for different aspects, you know, like, I mean, we weren't really that, we weren't very good or anything, but like, there was, um, there was a sense of like, I liked the sense of brotherhood. It was like, it was huge. And like, you know, yeah, I didn't like all those fucking people and they, but we ended up getting along. And even the ones that I didn't like, we ended up kind of finding common ground and whatnot. And we all worked together towards the same goal. And, you know, like I, I'd be lying if I said, I don't know. I, the second I joined, my heart was just fully in it. Like I, I didn't eat bad. I didn't do anything. Like everything I did every day was for playing goalie. It was funny, but honestly, like I was, I loved it so much. Like even with them, I like, I liked them being as bad as they were like facing as many shots as I did. That's what, like, I didn't, we didn't have that many wins, but I just, I, I remember the saves, you know, there's a, there's a few games. I remember, I remember my first shutout. I remember my first three to two win, just like a super tight game. Like I remember that, but then like the other ones I had, like, yeah, they were like six, nothing, like five, nothing really. I didn't, and I didn't really do much, you know, it's like my team's doing the work. So it's like those, the fact that when I got in, like, I remember the one time I was thinking about this today, toughest game I ever played. I like Bill said he was counting and he's like, after two periods, he's like, there was, he goes, they had 77 shots after two periods. I stopped counting. <laughs> they ended up winning the whole game nine to nothing, I think, but dude, like, yeah, it was that b- bottom line though. I mean, like to kind of get back to your question, I'm rambling, just, um, it taught me a lot about like, just kind of working together brotherhood. Um, really also, also kind of long-term not to take things for granted. Uh, it, I never really realized how special it was to be playing at all. You know, it's like not nowadays I go and I do this rat hockey and like, it's cool. Like I found like they're good people and like we work hard, but like having the actual officials and like, like rules and just actual teamwork where you practice and you strategize and you like, you, you get better as a unit that like, that's, that's probably the craziest part about it to me is because like, I mean, that's, part also why I like being goalie is it's like, I don't really have to rely on anybody else to do my best. So it's, um, you're, being honestly, com- just, you're being competitive, but very independently kind of, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. Literally. It's like, I, like when I, when I see a breakaway, like when someone starts coming up on me, like on a breakaway, like, I don't, I never once can remember a time where I'm like, Oh man, here he comes. <laughs> I'm like, Oh God, it's my job to fuck this kid's day up right now. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> for, for the for the sake of my team you know it was just it was a lot of fun I mean even even the other day I went and played the other day um honestly a couple days before that I took a shot like straight to the neck right here it was dude it was a launch too like it was like at least 60 miles an hour and um yeah I like I, I have herniated discs back here and everything and, like it was my this was my third game back from not being on the ice for years and like there was a kid in Russia that just died from getting hit in the freaking neck. Like it was, it was really oh, bad, but like, yeah. yeah, it was just like, I don't know. I got back up. Like I, like my neck was throbbing and took me a minute and dude put some snow on my neck and I was back up at it, finished the game and then got back in Sunday. And it's just like, I don't know. I didn't regret, like, it was, it was weird. It's like, yeah, like I, I like, it's a dangerous sport, but like, I wouldn't think like, I don't, I don't think twice about it. Like the dude was like that shot. The puck was like, 
oh my god i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i said fuck. I, I can't even see i said fuck you sorry for i saved that shit <laughs> yeah yeah well that's that's such a like that's how you know your heart is so truly and it is like you know a a a, a strike like that where you're literally like, like mike tyson hit a punching bag inside my neck <laughs> yeah right well that's what i'm saying like it's just like such a like brute force against you but you were able to like get up and like bask in just the 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 like the dramaticism of that shot and everything like is so that that's how you know like you you know you were meant to do this yeah that's how you know it's like you're always going to come back to it too and see like the, and it was funny because i i got home and like i iced the shit out of it like i spent like six hours just making sure i took care of like that you know like like i said with my herniated disc back there and everything i wasn't taking any chances and um but i was supposed to play two days later and i'm like i don't know as soon as it happened i thought i was going to use it as an excuse to get out of it and like the whole time i kept like finding myself like man i really hope i could get this fucking healed up in time like and i eventually did and i played and like i got there and a couple of dudes were like oh my god you're here i was like yeah like, <laughs> but i um it's, it, it's cool though you know like like i said you don't want to take things for granted I, like I, the fact that i'm even getting on the ice at all is is a bonus because so, so, i mean it can be really discouraging sometimes especially being a goalie um not having that sense of a unit and the, like it's, as is it's like you know when, when you're a forward and you're a skater and you come out uh you're still having to work with everybody else to try to get the job done the goalie is not communicated with whatsoever. We're the, we're the redheaded stepchild. Like we're fucking out. Like, like yeah. I'll make a save puck flies in the air over here. I'm freaking scrambling, looking for it. No one's saying a word. Then like, <laughs> there's just like, there's no communication. It could be like, like, I don't know. Sometimes you got no defense working for you. Like I, I can't even tell you how many freaking dudes, like old ass dudes have put the puck in the net on me like already. But I went in the other day and I, there, there was this one kid I was on a, garbage garbage team we went down four to two we played a five and um there was one good kid on the team and he was also a defenseman so he was like helping me out we were working together and we were facing a pretty damn good team and i shut i shut them the hell down for a hot minute we ended up coming back and winning so it's like moments like that i mean like i even though like they they probably come more in like a game when you could devote your life to it and so but it's like the, those moments are pretty key the, the, those are the those are the ones you want to take away from the whole sport because like yeah. even like i'm sorry to keep rambling i mean you started, no, 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 you're the one who brought up hockey that's that's, that's that's why i brought you here Nick. <laughs> <laughs> one uh one thing um i also kind of want to say is like people this goes for sports in general like people will be like oh i don't understand it's just a stupid sport you know just throwing a ball around like and you're like i'm sorry but like the comedian in me knows that you could take anything in the world and make it sound either incredibly like incredibly smart or insanely stupid. Like, yeah, for example, yeah, that's true. Music, for example, it's like music for me. Like, it's like you could say if they're just fucking vibrations in the air, you know, <laughs> like or you could boil it down to some dumbass shit like that. You'd be like, oh, like it's just fucking noise you yeah know? and you know me that's how i do it especially with you like that's how i roast like and it's because right. like i don't always think the way like that i like come off as is like for example it's like if you ask like what's so like like what makes hockey amazing i'm like it's the fact that like literally all these people like come together they work on they work on a team and it's like devote their life to it like their parents help support them like all for like this same goal of 
getting together, teaching this concept of brotherhood and teamwork and like really instilling like the core concepts of like a good, of like a good man. And like, yeah, you could like go wrong routes along the way. You could become a poor sport, but like all in all, it's just like everyone trying to come together to work together to achieve the same goal, not just for yourself, but for everybody. And it's like, it's a, it's a deep way to put it. And that goes for any sport, you know, like, it's like people like, Oh, like, like stupid sports. But those same people saying stupid sports have a point of, all we're trying to do is get a fucking little disc over a line. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and they start making rules like, oh, no, you can't hit like that, but you can hit like that. Like, what, like how you want me to hit? Is the puck 100% across the fucking line? Do I see a little bit of what, you know, like it gets all technical and shit. And That's the fun part you, about it, though, is the technicalities. You know? Dude, I almost died the other day making sure this little disc didn't get back there. Don't let it get there. <laughs> That is the no zone. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, like, it's ridiculous. It's so um not juvenile, uh pri- primal, I guess I kind of want to say is the word, you know, it's just stupid. It's just like like, like but when you see like it's in real pro hockey, when you see like the damage like people can inflict and like that are willing to and the damage they're willing to take blocking these shots, like just to like get it done, it's like dude, I get it. And I'm watching, you know, like I, like my heart goes out to every single person. Like Mark Stahl on the Rangers, he scored the first goal I ever saw. I also almost saw him lose an eye. Where's a whole face shield now. And it's like, I, it, it's, it's interesting, man. Cause it's like, you watch that and you never want to see it. I'll never forget when I saw Lundqvist get hit in the neck, he went down out for a month, like, and you never want to see it, but it's like, at the same time, like that's the game. It's going to happen. It's a bandage that one of my favorite players snapped his leg one, one year, like, well, that's why you perceive them as like, you know, so heroic and brotherly and um, because because anything like that could happen at moment's notice. You know, yeah. like you make one wrong move or one nasty hit, you could be out for the season. I mean, yeah. I remember when the fucking Bulls lost Derek Rose time and time after again, everyone was fucking flipping shit. All of our friends were like, oh, my God, like, fuck <laughs> basketball, fuck the NBA. You know, it's like. <laughs> It's just like stuff. It's like that's that's what makes it so exciting for a lot of people. And while I'm not a sports guy, you know, I've never been a sports yeah. guy. I still like I will I I won't talk shit about anybody loving sports because, like, it's it is a very real, like, visceral, emotional, and mental investment that doesn't need an financial. Get financial, <laughs> right, yeah, right, right? Like, oh my god, like, dude. Like we haven't even talked about golf, bro. Oh like, my god! How, how ridiculous bro. of a concept! The one it is. thing, the one thing more expensive than a hockey goalie, golf. <laughs> Eat the god out. Like seriously, like people always used to try to tell me that they're like, "Oh, your goalie, the most expensive position is in sport." It's like, yeah, well, if that if that like level is a ladder, here's where goalie is, and then fucking way up there is where golf is. Yeah. Yeah, right. And, you know, we grew up in a golf town and we were around that shit all the fucking time, like if, about whether or not you could putt, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like no, that's not I, I appreciate like just how like invested you are in this, Nick. And because it's like I remember like when you got super into hockey, like I remember like at school, you know, I would just see you like talking about it at lunch. And you were just it's so excited. Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, like, I'm, I'm happy for you that you found something that was so fucking like monumental and like that you just got so excited about, you know. And, like so, everyone, everyone deserves that. It's so weird. Yeah, it was, it was really weird, and I just, 
like, I don't know, like the thought of never playing. And then like, even, even going to play now, like I said, I haven't played in a couple of years and I've even been like, I, I've kept up at the gym as best I could the last couple of years, but going in and seeing like what a toll, like that shit actually takes like on the, like, I'm like, damn, like back then me was basically a superhero compared to this little fucking schmuck. Like, I, I mean, after, again, too, after getting injured, it's like, I mean, before I used to just show up, I'd stretch for five minutes, I'd go out. And it's like, now I got to literally spend twice the time I spend in the game stretching and preparing beforehand to make sure nothing tweaks or breaks. Everything's in place where it needs to be. Like, I got to pop like 15 things into place before I could even like function right. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll literally go to squeeze my glove shut and my hand doesn't react as fast as I need it to. And I got to like adjust it. Like it's, the more you realize what a miracle it is and how weird it is being a human those 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 dudes in sports that put their bodies out there like that they're champs right right on. Yeah. entities so man they also get like constant care massage therapy physical therapy yeah, right. necessary <laughs> surgeries it's like bitch i hurt my neck and didn't have a job i had to wait seven months and now i've been fighting a freaking comeback for three years because that seven months was so yeah. like atrophy or whatever it is you know yeah, like yeah, your muscles yeah, get right. used to being wrong <laughs> yeah even when you weren't on the ice were you getting out into roller hockey at all uh that was actually something when I, yeah, actually when I was in Florida, um, kind of a similar situation. Uh, I, I had, I actually had the opportunity to play ice, but, uh, it was, uh, it was really hard emotionally at the time. Uh, it, it, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy that my emotion thinking now, like how my emotions were so twisted that I couldn't even do hockey. Uh, wow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, roller was a little bit of a different story because uh, I feel like it was a little bit more where my hope, my I was kind of crafting my uh, my skill set there myself anyway. You know, it's, it's a, I'm not as reliant on other people. And so I found a rink. It, man, I was in Florida for freaking five, six years and I looked for rinks for four of them. And then finally, I find this amazing rink that's covered. So you don't got to worry about the rain and you just show up whenever you want. So, yeah, I started getting out there more. and. Uh, just trying to do my best. I haven't, I haven't, um, oof, excuse me. Uh, haven't really gotten out there here though. Only the once because one, like I said, they took the nets away. I need a net to shoot at, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, Oh, can he hit that part of the boards? He does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that. You So yeah, but you um, yeah, you, you can kind of like, you know, kids can definitely like, you know, improvise but sometimes you need like minimal structure you know you need something to shoot at so. yeah believe me i called the i called the, the freaking governor's office or wherever the hell i had to call i called a few places until i got where i needed to get and oh. i like i mean like it's not like, I, I knew damn well i like oh yeah i'm nick emmerich and i like hockey so you're gonna put those nets back mr governor guy. <laughs> so, yeah that's how that goes um but now I, I wanted to see what their reasoning was and they said uh they're like it's uh it was considered a contact sport just like uh basketball and like so was basketball which is why they took out the nets I'm like well like, you know you don't need the net <laughs> but for hockey it's like you could have just taken out my net I could have aimed at the bars but no they uh I told them I'm like okay I was like you call it a contact sport I'm like you realize that we're literally passing back and forth a disc that's about six feet from our hands while we have gloves on and we use an intermediate stick. <laughs> I'm right. like, I feel like there's literally no germs at all. And I'm like, and you think anybody is actually hitting each other in the little roller rink? 
Like, yeah, no, right. no one would ever. Yeah. Like, motherfuckers just bodying kids. Like, yeah. no, you go in seen... those rinks, 90% of the time, there's kids rollerblading with their freaking Disney Channel music on. Like, Have you seen that South Park episode when Stan is, like, the coach of that Little League team? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, but it's been a minute. I don't really remember. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it's like this he – co- he's coaching the Peewee hockey team and, like – Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god. And they they play like that pro team that just beat the shit out of these little ass and freaking freaking Randy shout the fuck. He's in the stands freaking the fuck out. He's he's like he's like at the Pepsi Center. No. I remember I saw I saw a bit of skating when I was in uh that uh minnesota what's the minneapolis yeah oh, yeah. I was in minneapolis once it was yeah i liked minneapolis pretty nice city yeah what were you doing there <sighs> concerts and shit <laughs> just oh, kind of right. yeah. yeah yeah i just knew new city checked it out it was uh it was cool man and then it was funny me and my buddy got like the little like uh electric scooters or whatever you know that you pay to rent on your phone or whatever yeah. and uh <laughs> Makes you realize how big Chicago is. Literally, after 30, 45 minutes, I'd been around that city twice. Like, I'm like, I get everything now. I know how to get back to the hotel. I could take you to the nearest Jimmy John. I know where an Arby's is. I don't even fucking like Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to hear a funny story about Arby's? Um, so, my neighborhood, um, so it's called River West. Uh, so, there's like this little empty lot in the middle of the neighborhood. It's just like an empty, like, literally like just makeshift lot that nothing's been there for like so far like forever and i guess someone in the neighborhood started a rumor that an arby's was going into that lot <laughs> <laughs> so now everyone just calls that that lot river west arby's but <laughs> but over the summer you know because of quarantine like there weren't uh you know there weren't any like there weren't any shows going on like at any bars or anything. So like people really wanted live music back. So they like um, did like a little DIY show um, in at River West Arby's. So <laughs> everyone was like, yo, show it. Like there's like this little, it was like a little concert series they did last summer, like where it was like once a month, but it's like, so now if like, a couple shows I got to see last summer were at River West Arby's, uh, <laughs> the finest eatery in town. Uh, yeah, it's so so stupid, but it's just funny how a whole rumor could start from one guy saying some shit like, "Oh yeah, I heard they're putting an yeah. Arby's there." Some baked ass kid just making a joke, and it's turned into a whole ass thing. That sounds pretty familiar. We did that a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> it happened. It's actually pretty funny the way life works like that. Communication yeah, is a funny thing. <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, yeah, speaking of music, we can talk about that a little bit. Uh, so what was your last show before uh, everything shut down? Lost Lands. It's also going to be my next one. <laughs> ah, right. well, you, got that, you got that neat tapestry behind you, right? Yeah, I also got – here, I got to show you this one, too. I'm so happy. This one, the last couple places I've lived has had to be on the ceiling because I haven't had room for it. And I finally got to put it somewhere. Oh, that's wicked. Man, yeah. that looks like some Van Gogh shit or something. Dude, it's it's insane. I it's 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 really, really crazy. I like it. And it's cool having it above my bed. Sometimes I wake up and look up and I'm like, I'm in a forest. 
you're like, you're like, you're like what the fuck oh, am I? Oh, critters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm I'm done with the tapestries, but that one was funny because it, it, when I bought that one, when I when I bought this one, I was big balling on money. You know, I had just started like working a job. I was getting paid a lot of money to do jack shit, and I passed by and like I I really didn't think anything was gonna catch my eye because I didn't have any more room left on my walls in my apartment, but that one did just because it reminds me of being inside my car, like you know, just with the lights and the sound system and everything and all that. So I got, that's why I got that one. And then that one I got because I was broke when I got that one too. It was funny. I was, uh, I was at EDC Orlando and I was at the festival tent and I saw this one and it was so freaking cool. And I wanted it so bad, but I couldn't afford it. And then I, and then at Lost Lands, um, me and my buddies were walking, something starts kicking in. And my one friend goes, I want to go look at the, like the tapestries. And I wasn't that interested, but I started walking over. It, it was just so funny. There was like, it was a whole tent with like rows. And it's like, this one was in the very, very back corner, but it was like the only one I can see. Everything else may as well have just been like a gold kind of checkery look to it. And then there was that one just shining from the very back corner. And like, it was the second time I seen it. I'm like, I got to buy it. I had to like look through my freaking bag, like pull out every dollar I could find. And I, I got it. Go. Oh. Lost Lands is um, so where is that one again? That's in it's in Ohio, Legend Valley, Ohio. It's like got it's got all the dinosaurs and the volcanoes. That's right. Yeah, my I I uh, I I remember I cat sit for my friend while she was at Lost Lands. She paid decent, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I remember that. Okay, so um, that's is. Is is it just like pretty free form EDM type shit? No, it's 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 basically straight dubstep. I mean, like Excision, Excision's a freaking genius. It's his festival. He's my, oh. I mean, he's my favorite artist, and he comes out with his own festival. So I, I mean, I've gone every year since the start. So um, it's it's still my favorite festival because I mean, you know, I me, mean, it's kind of like the same part of the same th reason I love goaltending so much is uh, uh, just an adrenaline rush. Like I, three straight days of just going crazy. Like I, I lose like, I lose like 12 pounds in a weekend. It's crazy, <laughs> but it's just, and I, I do it all just having fun and like actually letting loose and whatnot. That's actually how I herniated my discs initially was headbanging at Lost Lands year two. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn, that's. Yeah. I go hard, went yeah. hard. I went hard. I used to go hard. <laughs> is, is it a camping festival? Yeah, but I'm not camping this year. Um, the last two years, uh, two years, well, the first year was fine. Two years ago, the last day ended a little bit early. We had to drive home in a freaking hurricane into Florida, which was not fun going through the mountains in a hurricane, basically. And um, then last year, it rained basically throughout the entire weekend. And me and my friend did not prepare at all last year. <laughs> And so we, I ended up buying a hotel. I was like, I work too fucking hard for this shit now. Like, I, I don't need this shit. So I'm kind of doing the same thing this year. Because one, it's one thing to drive to Ohio from Florida. Whole other thing to be driving from here. And I am not driving my car any more than 150 miles. I love her too much to be putting her through that kind of wear and tear. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my bougie ass is uh, flying out there doing a hotel. Uh, I got like the shuttle pass and all that. I I paid for basically everything on last month's credit card bill, and it was a fat freaking credit card bill. <laughs> yeah, but worth it. You know, I don't go to them like I used to, and Lost Lands is always always something to remember. 
Did you ever do uh, Electric Forest? Nah, I had tickets for that the last year they had it. So not 2020, but 2019. And I didn't have anybody to go with. And I realized that everybody I wanted to see was like headlining the four days and they were all going at the same time. So literally every day I was going to end up just kind of like standing around and looking for shit to do, which like, I mean, it's Electric Forest. I'm sure I would have had fun, but it's like, eh, if I'm going to be doing that, I feel like I'd at least want one other friend there, you know? Lost yeah. Lands I'm doing by myself and I don't give a fuck. I've done Lost Lands by myself. This is where I go. This is my environment. It's my environment. I mean, like I started raving by myself. Like I, I went to the shit alone fucking and then friends piled on and then we all got older and friends can't hang. <laughs> or in a, a specific uh, friend of ours has kids, gets married. <laughs> or talk about it. This podcast, is all, this podcast is over. Stupid, stupid baby. Stupid baby. Stupid baby that I love. He's cute, but he's stupid. Yeah. Child. Dumb babies. I texted Bones this year. I was like, I was like, should, should I even ask you if you're planning on doing Lost Lands? I got the same answer as the last two years. Uh, maybe not this year, but almost certainly next year. <laughs> Dude. Look, I'm sure if the world doesn't end within the next 18 years and excision's still bussing, me and Bones will hit a lost land. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait till the three of us are in the same room again one day. It's uh, been a minute. I'm actually going to be in Chicago. I mean, I know you're not in Chicago, but I'm actually going to be in Chicago this weekend. I fly in tomorrow. Oh, tight. Yeah. What are you doing? A uh, quick little trip. I got a little... Um, a little mini procedure kind of deal that I started up there. Like I, I it's like, it was like, I got to do two rounds of it. I did the first one up there. I figured I'd just go back. Cause I mean, I bought this like two, I bought this two in one, um, like massage gift cards, you know, for Christmas It's like buy two, get one free. And I realized that the free one was at the one in Wheaton which is across the street from where I got to get this procedure done. So I'm like, whatever, I'll just fly back so I can get my free massage. <laughs> Decent as fuck. Good for you. Nah, but like, joke, more so joking around, I figured I'm like, knock out two birds with one stone with a little procedure, not having to go through the process of finding someone new down here. I'll do that. Get the massage just because why not? It's across the street. And then hang out honestly with MC and Joko. Those oh, are, yeah. Those are, the, yeah. those are the two I'm looking forward to seeing, really. Oh, have fun. Well, That'll be fun. Um, yeah, I, man, like, <clears throat> it's been weird. It's been so, like, insular being in quarantine because, like, I haven't been able to go down to Chicago to see any of our friends in the last year. And, like, I can't fucking wait to, to do that again. I This this summer, my, my personal treat is uh, I'm uh, going out to L.A. for a week. Sweet. Uh, I've never been to L.A., and I just kind of want to, like, you know, get to know this the city, the scene, just to see if I could like see myself there one day. Who knows? You know, do a little national park shit, tourist shit. But that's I, awesome, man. I mean, treat yeah. yourself, shit. I know, I know, right. I definitely know yeah. you deserve it. I definitely know you deserve it. Hey, hey, we man, after this past year, we all do. Yeah. So yeah, it's all been a grind. I'm yeah. planning a. Uh, am I planning a vacation? I felt like I was planning a vacation. Nah, I, I just got one plan for Florida to see bones and shit, but I don't really count that. You know, that's like a, that's like, that's, that's family visits. <laughs> hey, well, what do you say we close out and we can keep talking a little bit more off camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Well, Nick, thank you for being on the show. Uh, this is fun as shit. Uh, good to see you. Great to hear about just really what goes into your passion for hockey and um, 
that was really what I was interested in hearing more about. Cause yeah, like it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you see like a marked change, like in your friend, like <laughs> when he like finds something new to do and uh, yeah, I'm just glad uh, you're still clearly passionate about it still that it's still uh you know you're getting out there you're getting back out there uh and it's just great to see you um yeah can I, I flex, can I flex real quick real quick go, yeah go ahead and flex I got that I don't That's know if, I don't know if you've seen that I have not what damn what is that uh hang on ah, the freaking lighting isn't very good statue so it's a goalie helmet oh so it's tight, like, yeah yeah let me see yeah so there's the face there's, oh, there's yeah. the helmet. Cool. Oh, oh, I see it now. I see yep. it now. And on the okay. back of the statue of Liberty. Right Where'd you get that done? Oh, uh, Florida. Bones' guy. Right. Yeah, honestly, oh. what, what the reason that lit up my phone for some reason just kind of sparked up down here and it gave the lighting that was necessary. It's like <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Well, right on. It's badass. Yeah. No, honestly, nah, thanks for having me, Ben. It was great. Uh, it's it's been a while, especially since we caught up and everything. I was expecting your beard to be longer. I'll say that. Oh yeah, well, I it was really long a couple months ago, but I trimmed. It. So as we're closing out, Nick, uh, I ask everyone the same two questions on the way out. And the first one is, uh, Nick, what keeps you up at night? Oh, <laughs> um, a lot of shit. Yeah, a lot of shit. Um, lately. Oh, it's gonna get I mean it's gonna get kind of deep maybe not maybe not not so for people watching but for me but honestly what's been keeping me up is the 2014 Rangers Stanley Cup and just the fact that they lost now that Lundquist isn't on the team anymore and like he was my hero and like my dream was always to see him put up a cup um I always thought Noda would be there in that dream so the day he died half of that was basically stripped away and then about in, in like September last year when the Rangers got rid of them the whole dream was basically stripped. So I just kind of think back to that sometimes and it just doesn't, it, it really doesn't make sense. That's honestly, that that's what's been keeping me up um, the last like seven, seven or so months. Yeah. Was, uh, I mean, it was, it was I, I had to face the fact that my dream didn't come true and never was gonna. So it was, it was kind of that, that was big. So I've, I've been dealing with that, just dwelling on it a little bit. I feel so that. Yeah, that. Well, on the other hand, on the other hand, uh, on a lighter note, uh, what puts you to sleep? The pot. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's a common, that's probably the most common answer on this show. So, uh, okay. There you go, man. Uh, right on. Well, thanks for being on the show, Nick, once again. Um, for everyone watching, uh, I hope you had fun. That's that's all I really got to say. Uh, this was great to catch up with an old friend. Uh, yeah, if you play sports, uh, take care of yourself. You know, it, have fun. Don't take stretching yeah. for granted, guys. Next thing you know, you tear your ACL and your whole life is over because you didn't take a few minutes. <laughs> you heard the man. Uh, I had to say it. Yeah, right on. Thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Thanks, y'all. Good to see you.